0: Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. And I've got uh, our lead pastor for Life United, John Welch, with me today. John, good to have you today. Pastor, it's great to be here. We, uh, uh, I'm always amazed about the uh, podcast and about the people that it's reaching. Yeah. Um, I, I've just recently talked to people from several different nations right? who told me, hey, I listen to your podcast. I can't wait for it to come out every week. I listen yeah. to it. And one, one, um, one of them said, I, I, first thing I get up, I just turn it on and listen to it first thing. And another one was telling me different things. I thought, that is so cool that no matter where you live in the world, boom, you can have that podcast and it can hopefully help you and encourage you and um, – uh, give you some insight. That's the bright side of technology that we can use technology yes. and uh, to share these absolutely uh, life changing yep. truths all exactly. over the world. So yeah, and I've more. got to give a shout out to uh, Pastor David Riles who pastors Life United in Lake Charles. Um, that he's the guy that talked me into it. Yeah. I mean, he he I literally that. said, "Pastor, you need to do." It. I said, N- "David, nobody's going <laughs> to listen to that." And he said, "Pastor, I promise you, if you do it, they're going to listen to it, and it is amazing." How many people are listening? Yeah, I was just looking at some pictures the other day, and I found our very first one. He had taken a picture of the very first one. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I was was looking at that. Well, I'm happy to do it, and I'm glad you're being blessed by it, and um, uh, I trust that it's going to be a blessing to you in the future as well. Um, John, uh, you were not with me on our last podcast, but I talked about building a firm foundation Mm -hmm. for ministry. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the saddest things to me is to see people who have built a large ministry yeah. and their foundation could not sustain that ministry. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, their, their uh, foundation in the things of God, the kingdom of God, could not support that that ministry and eventually the enemy came in yeah uh, in lots of different ways i've seen it through sin getting yeah. into sexual sins i've seen people just couldn't take the pressure of it yeah i've seen people literally and we we just had to, sadly a, a a a leader of a large ministry uh, commit suicide it's tragic yeah uh over depression yeah and and so it's it's really heartbreaking but my experience has been over the years, and I can go back way back, you know into the 70s um, and and see examples of people and they didn't have a firm foundation, yeah. a spiritual foundation. And so they started yielding to natural, Reason or natural things and yield to the flesh and literally lost their ministries. Wow. Lost their ministries because their foundation was not right. Right, right. Now, there are a lot of pieces to a firm foundation, and we talked about prayer being essential. Sure. And I'm not talking about prayer publicly. Right. I'm talking about prayer privately. Yeah, the early morning, whenever your prayer yeah, Wherever time, your yeah. prayer time is, yeah. that time it's where crucial. you can hear, hear from the Holy Spirit, hear from the Lord. And I've actually had people, John, say, well, I pray, but I don't ever hear anything. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I know this. I know that some people pray, and God doesn't speak to them necessarily while they're in that prayer time, but later during the day or at some other point. It's not always, you know, cohesive, you know, right there. I've had the Lord do that to me um, before. I mean, I've been laying in bed at night, and the Lord starts answering things I was praying about that morning. Oh, many times with me as well. So uh, it's not cohesive, but the bottom line is it's got to be done. You've got to have prayer time. You've got to put yourself in a position— to be able to pray to seek God, and I'm convinced praying in the Spirit has got to be the, one, the most powerful elements of that, uh, because you're going to get beyond yourself. What a gift we have in yeah. that! Yeah. yeah, yeah, amen. But but uh, there are a lot of other things that that are involved in um, a, fir- a firm foundation, and they're not all I want to call it spiritual gifting type things or prayer. It, but for example, integrity. Right. Yeah. Um, I can tell you this: one of the greatest things that ever happened to me when I was young in ministry was being around Kenneth Copeland. Okay. Um, uh, I have uh, I have known um, um, uh, Brother Copeland for many years. He's been he was at the church in the early days of the ministry. I've been involved with him. I've traveled with him. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't talk anymore. I mean, he's he's busy. I'm busy. But 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 in the early days, right? Um, uh, there was a there was a relationship there, and one of the first things I learned from him was uh, uh, he was a man of integrity, right? Right. He'd swear to his own hurt. Wow. Yeah. And and I learned a lot from him, and then dug it out for myself as well about how important and how valuable. Having integrity about what you do, right? Nothing hidden, yeah. Nothing behind closed doors. Nothing to manipulate, yeah. Nothing to that's to self promote. That's great. Yeah. And and it was amazing to me, uh, learning that and putting that into practice. How that's helped me over the years in ministry. Um, one of the things that that uh, I remember early on, which I believe was a test of this. The church was not very old at that time, uh, maybe three years old, something like that. And Beck and I got into a real financial challenge. Right. Uh, One of our daughters needed some surgery, um, and uh, back then the insurance was not going to cover it. Wow. uh, What little insurance we did have. Yeah. And it was going to be, I think it was five thousand dollars, some some fairly large amount of money. And you, we were praying, believing God for the money and expecting God to come through. But i never forget, I walked out of uh, church on one Sunday morning, actually going to my car, and a man in my church um, uh, walked up to me and said, Pastor, I have some money for you. Now, at first, I'm thinking, hallelujah, I need it. And he he, he fanned it. Okay, yeah. Now, that was a sign to me, something's not right. Right, right. He he didn't mean it he didn't mean anything by it, but he fanned it like like mm-hmm. you open a, a a fan. And uh he said uh it's three thousand dollars and it was a it was something. But he made a statement, he said it's the tithe off of And the minute he said that and I said, All right, now now wait a minute. Let me ask you a question. You said you had some money for me where do you want that money to go right yeah okay now now see integrity demanded that i ask that question yeah okay yeah i i had to ask that question i could have not asked it and put the money in my pocket sure yeah okay but when i but i knew that wasn't the right thing to do right and so i asked him where do you oh this is our tithe I said, okay, here's what you do. You take that money, you go put it in an envelope, Very and good. you give it to somebody else. Very good. Now, that that set something in me yeah. that later in life, uh, in ministry, there were many times when I could have taken money, manipulated money, and I'm just using money as an example here, um, toward myself. Sure. And I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But integrity would not allow me to do that. Right, and so that became a part of my foundation. Right, that I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna. I would rather swear to my own hurt than to do something that would bring uh, bring any kind of disgrace or uh, discredit to the ministry in any way. Sure, and would rather go the opposite way than to even try to presume something. Right. And what I have found is that a lot of people, this is a stumbling block for them. Yeah, for sure. You know they they get caught up in they get caught up in. Well, I'm the head of this ministry. Yeah. You know, I'm the one who actually made this happen. Yeah. So I have a right to take this. Absolutely, or, yeah, could somewhat it, in your mind, justify you justify yeah. it in your mind, yeah. and that's the reason you do is because you don't have a firm foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to understand and know that that uh, if you're going to do what God called you to do, you're going to have to build a firm foundation. And part of that's integrity. Right. When we were in the television ministry uh, many years ago, we had several Christian um, people tell us who were um, experts in television, Look, if you'll just say this. Wow. If you'll just say that, if you'll just do this, and to be honest with you, if you watch TV, a lot of them do those things to get people to send money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, that's that's between them and God. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But the point is, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And and because of that, I know some of these people. Who, if I mention their names, they're on TV a lot that I've known for many years. They're struggling financially. Right. Yeah. And there's a reason. Yep because they they did not build that into their foundation. Yeah. And so um thank God for for men like uh Kenneth Copeland, thank God for men like Lester Sumrall in the young, in my younger days of ministry who taught me about integrity. Yeah. Because it helped me build that foundation where I I don't have to worry about that. Right, right. You know, I don't have to worry about that. I'm not cuz I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And um uh, the enemy would will try to bring compromise into your life because of that, but bottom line is it it causes collapse. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you. Uh, part of your foundation has got to be. Now listen to me. It has got to be integrity. That's so good, Pastor. It, and and if you'll understand that, and there's a great scripture. I think it's Second Corinthians, um, if I'm not mistaken, chapter four, where Paul talks about that in detail. And and it will help you. Um, it, it'll help you understand that. I don't have time to to uh, to get into it today. But but Paul talked a lot about it. Um, that he renounced hidden things and secret right. things and handling the word of God deceitfully. And 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 you you've got to live that life. Yeah. If you're gonna really be what God wants you to be, Absolutely. you've got to be open. And you've got to be honest. Absolutely. So that's part of building that firm foundation for leadership. So you young men and women of God, you need to hear me. It's got to be part of what you do. And if it is, God can do great things for you. Praise God. Great, truth, Pastor. Amen. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're with us today. And we look forward to our next time together. God bless you. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.